This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass. And as a great poet wrote, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mmm, wise words from uh, 50 Cent? No, that was from uh, the writer Ice Cube. Mmm. Oh. Way before 50 Cent. <laughs> Way before. Uh, but speaking of 50 Cent. Any final thoughts? Oh, that would have been such a great oh. thing to roll in quarters. Oh, um, speak, do it again. Oh. No. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday, Courtney. Hey, Blake. How's it going? So great. Really? Oh, yeah. Anything exciting going on? Um, I've had a lot of coffee today. Oh. It's pretty exciting. That is exciting. I lead an extraordinary life. You, people probably that are listening don't know, but you're kind of like a coffee guru of sorts. You were trying to find a different word for snob, but snob is actually the preferred I, term. It's okay. Yes, I was. Literally, <laughs> I kid you not, everyone listening, Blake earlier today pointed out some coffee beans. It said, Courtney, do you see how shiny those coffee beans are? And I was like, are, is this really verbs? Did you hear that? I did. I was there for that conversation. He asked me if I noticed how shiny they were. There was a sheen on the bean. Mm-hmm. And then I got- and Blake an, had a commentary. You on. don't want a bean with sheen. Yeah. It's a mean bean. Yeah. When there's a sheen. Okay, I'm not even sure how to transfer from that to this. But, you know, today we are talking about, you know, maybe you find yourself with big deadlines that are kind of like sneaking up on you. I I don't like that. Big deadlines or like appointments or commitments, all day commitments. You ever have when someone's like, hey, would you be free on April, you know, 27th? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's four months away. uh, I'll let future me deal with that. And then all of a sudden it's April 26 and you're like, oh gosh. Yes. Future me. This is why dentist offices call you like 12 times before your appointment because you said it like so far out when you're like, yeah, totally. That's a great day. And then like, you know, the week of you're like, yeah. future what? me loves going to the dentist yes. in the middle of a work week. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. I think a lot of times we just feel like we're kind of on a hamster wheel or like every time we start to kind of relax or get in the groove. There's we, one big thing that comes up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where did that come from? And then you just feel like you've got hustle to catch up again. And you may even feel like, I, I'm a good manager of my time. But then these things just keep happening. That's right. You need to keep your major commitments visible. That's the key. So we talk a lot about uh, designing your days here at Michael Hyatt and Company. The, the big really the part of the full focus planner that takes up the majority of the planner are these daily pages. And then we've got the weekly previews as well. But you can't just look at your days. You've got to start looking at your months as well. Yeah, you've got to make time for your major commitments. You know, and that way you can feel relaxed and in control. And once you've got those big blocks of time for those big rocks set aside, then you're going to have time for those little rocks as well. Right. So we recommend that you start using the often overlooked, underrated monthly calendar because there's three big benefits. 
Yeah, but before we get into that, verbs. Yes. We've already said hi to you today. I just I just barged in early to talk about coffee beans. But once again, it's my job to come on here and just say thank you for listening to this podcast every week. If you hadn't had an opportunity to do so already, please subscribe to the show right there on iTunes or wherever you may listen to this podcast. And once you hear it, you know, you'll be so excited about it that you want to share it. So go ahead and share it with somebody who you think may benefit from this great content. And when you do, use the hashtag focus on this podcast. What we're going to talk about today is really going to help you not forget about some of the big things in life, like Christmas and vacations and maybe travel, you know, things that you need to set aside some time for. So the thing that helps you keep track of those is it's pretty simple. It's the monthly calendar. Yeah. Just the monthly calendar. I'm just trying to make it sound more epic. More epic, yes. Monthly calendar. That is better. (laughs) And we're going to give you three benefits. That's right. The first benefit of using a monthly calendar, of making sure you've got your whole month in view, is that you can put your big rocks in first. Yeah, and I think we should explain where Big Rocks comes from. Right. It comes from a renowned geologist, Dr. Stephen Covey. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He's not a geologist. But if you ever read the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he mentions this illustration. You know, if you imagine a jar and you've got to fill it up with uh, big rocks and small stones and sand, if you try to fill it up with the sand and the small stones first, the bigger rocks can never fit in that jar. But if you put in your big rocks first, then the smaller ones will fit around them. And that's exactly how you can use the monthly calendar. You put in your big deadlines or your vacations. Uh, you put those in the monthly calendar so you, that you have them in plain view. Right. And honestly, it's really a combination of the monthly calendar and the rolling quarter pages. This is going to give you the ability to look at an entire year in just a couple of pages. So it's it's really simple, but you just got to put your major commitments on the calendar. And yeah, that is not the smaller stuff like, you know, a meeting or a daily appointment or a reoccurring task. You know, those things you would use with an electronic calendar and then move them to your daily page in the planner. Exactly. But the benefit of doing this is that those big deadlines don't have to sneak up on you or you won't crowd out those big commitments, those most important things with the sand of life, with the busyness of everyday life. Uh, Having that visible will allow you to, again, with that analogy, put in the big rocks first so you can feel confident when you're planning your weeks and your days. So the second benefit is it keeps your major commitments visible. A lot of times if you're experiencing stuff sneaking up on you or you're like, oh my gosh, past me was so silly when they were thinking that future me, which is now present me, would be able to tackle all this at the same time, you know? Right. And if you just live in the daily pages, if you just live with daily and a weekly view of your life. You know, I know even on my phone, that's where I'll reference my digital calendar most often. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like a three-day view yeah. <laughs> that I use. And then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, you know, like stuff sneaks up on me. You know, this happened, if I could share just an example of this, this happened uh, this past fall where I had uh, at the end of a month, multiple trips uh, upcoming of travel. 
And it was the sort of thing where it was like, oh yeah, this week looks fine, this week looks fine. And all of a sudden, all this travel's happening. And it's true that because it was on my virtual calendar, my digital calendar, that a lot of stuff was accounted for. But these other areas of my life, like family stuff, I hadn't really cleared uh, you know, all the details of life with my spouse. And then I just realized, oh my gosh, this is going to be really hard. I don't know what I was thinking because I was booking this stuff and each week or each day looked clear and fine, but I hadn't really done it in a monthly view. And so that's been something I've been trying to learn from. And I've got a similar situation upcoming this next month. I'm going to be doing a little bit more traveling and it's clustered. And now I have that experience and I see it in the monthly view. So I already have planned a lot of heavy family time on the front side of the month and I've blocked stuff off so people can't book other things with me on those weekends. And on the the back side of the month, my wife and I were, were able to plan ahead for that so that she's totally equipped and prepared and it won't be as chaotic as it was this past fall. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people also ask us about project management. And I think the monthly calendar is an overlooked place for marking you know, project deadlines, big deadlines. Like milestones milestones. Yeah, you don't want to get into like the nitty gritty, you know, tiny task in Mm -hmm. this calendar. But the big important milestones along the way, this is a perfect place to kind of keep track of those. If you have something that's due in two weeks, you know, you can mark it on the monthly calendar, especially if it's part of your routine to review this as part of your weekly preview. That's right. That's right. So the second benefit is you can keep your major commitments visible. And what you just said leads right into that third benefit, which is it gives you confidence when you're scheduling your time. So this is the big payoff of using the monthly calendar is when you're choosing your big three, you know, whether that be the daily big three or the weekly big three, you always know whether or not you have a big deadline looming I mean, I, I'll be honest, I, I've been caught setting a big three and then realizing, oh, wait, the very next week. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this happened because I had a talk that I was doing for the first time and I had it on the calendar and it wasn't a big time commitment. It was a small time commitment, but it was a big deadline. And I hadn't written it down as a big deadline. It was just sort of a small highlight in my calendar and I didn't transfer it over. And so what happened? The next week I was looking ahead at my weekly preview and I was like, whoa, I probably should have been, you know, so then I had to block off a whole day from that week to make up for lost time. And I was like, man, I wish I would have thought of that in the previous week. Right. That makes sense. So this this will give you confidence in scheduling your time. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. Like, I think one of the other real benefits to this is when you have these big rocks in place and you've got your commitments outlined your big milestones as well as like travel, those kind of things. It really gives you the confidence to say a really key word that we often overlook. And it's no. No. It sounded like I said snow. It did sound like a little <laughs> bit. Which snow is another key word in your productivity. I agree. You'd More like, snow. I need to have a snow day today. More snow <laughs> would help my productivity immensely. For sure. Oh, I guess I can't go anywhere today. I have to stay in and have to stay in. And snuggle and have some hot chocolate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we both like put our shoulders up. Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, I don't know about you. Sometimes I have a hard time saying no. That's why we need snow. That's why. Snow. <laughs> I can't take any meetings today. Snow. I can't finish this this weekend. Snow. I can't accept that project. You can even say snow. Thank you. 
<laughs> no, thank you. People will be confused. But, but you won't be saying no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's real. I, I, I think if you have an accurate, sometimes it's a, we have a hard time saying no because we're just not sure if we actually have the bandwidth and we don't want to have to be the bad guy. But if we take stock, if we have an accurate picture because we can see things visually on our monthly calendar, we can assess, actually, legitimately, I have to say no because I've just got too many projects rolling right now. I can't take on one more thing. Yeah, it's so key. Now, in summary, if you find yourself in that continuous, like, big deadline just keep sneaking up on you, and you just feel, like, kind of behind the eight ball on some big deadlines, this is a really great way for you to have your major commitments visible on an ongoing basis. That's right. Get out of the habit of only looking at your days or the three-day view on your mobile calendar and start looking at your months. Leverage the monthly calendar in the planner if you use the planner. But even if you use a different type of monthly view, just make sure you have the whole month in view. One of our, uh, my coworkers, he has the he has the whole month in a big size poster yeah. on his wall. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's really smart because it's just really, really visible. But if you use the planner, guess what? There's one right in there. And there's three big benefits to doing so. Yep. It puts your big rocks first. It keeps your major commitments visible, and it just gives you confidence in scheduling your time. And guess what? If you start using this, you'll have time for those little rocks. You know, you don't have to feel stressed. Am I going to get all the big things done? Or am I currently forgetting about anything? Wow. Yeah. That's that's where a lot of stress comes from. It's just the anxiety of not knowing. The unknown Uh of what ball you're dropping at any (laughs) moment. Yeah. Yeah. You get to feel more relaxed, more in control. And that's what it's all about, having that peace of mind. Verbs. Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? Ever had a deadline sneak up on you? Has past verbs ever, you know, really set up future verbs? Past verbs has done it. Present verbs has done it. (laughs) (laughs) Hoping that he can speak to future verbs saying how he won't do that again. But yeah, I mean, I think it happens. It's um, you underestimate maybe the work that's going to go in to hit that deadline for that time that you've already carved out or set it as a date. And, uh, you know, you get other things that might get pushed your way as well. And uh, it just kind of falls off the radar for a moment until it comes to to bite you. you know? Oh, yes. Snow. The mo- <laughs> hey, speaking of snow, do you think I like Freudian slipped snow in there? Because actually at this moment, the room we're in is like 85 degrees. It is not temperate. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> we're sweating. But for, Blake... Right now. I think the listener can hear us perspiring. It's it's that bad. It's blazing hot in here. I'm wishing there was snow. And our friend Verbs over here has a beanie on. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked at him like. I've actually forgotten about it at this point. uh, In the day. He has a long sleeve. Listen, when you're as as cool as Verbs, you can can always bundle up. The commitment to coolness. Listen, I will tell you what is absolutely hot and on fire right now. That's our full focus planner community. Hey! Boom. See what I did there? I like that. Right there on Facebook. If you're not a part of it yet, you definitely want to join this community. All you have to do is search in Facebook for full focus planner community. There's always great conversation. People celebrating their wins, posing questions on on what to do next with how they're setting up their planners. You'll love it. So make sure you hop in if you're not there already. And we can't wait to see you inside the group. And now let's get to our caller. Penny Reeve. 
Hello. Hey, Penny. It's Courtney and Blake with Focus on This Podcast. How are you? Hello. Lovely to talk to you. Yeah, I'm fine. Where are you calling today? Where? Yeah, so I'm in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> I think you meant to say, where are you calling from? <laughs> yeah, where are you calling today? You're calling Nashville, but you're calling from Sydney? I'm calling from Sydney, Australia, yes. Did you know last week we had a caller from Australia as well? Yeah. Were they from Sydney as well or somewhere else? No, they were from Melbourne. What I would like to take away from this is we're like crushing it in Australia. We've got two listeners. Two whole listeners. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> so you've got way more. I've, I've seen heaps more of us on the um, Full Focus community on Facebook. There you go, Penny. Thanks for, that full, thanks for that Full Focus community <laughs> shout out right there. High five. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Penny, in this episode on today's podcast, we've been talking about looking at your month as a whole. So there's monthly calendar pages mm. in the planner, and we talk about Hey, remember to put in your big rocks so that those commitments, you know, that are, oh, future me will totally love to do that right. in four weeks. And then all of a yeah. sudden it happens. Yeah. And you're like, oh, gosh. Um, so I'm curious, do you do any kind of monthly planning like that with big rocks? And how does that play out in your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. I um, I use the, the monthly calendar in the planner. And then I also have a little a little paper, pla- little little paper diary that I just buy at like the local Christian bookshop. It's got the whole year in it, um, and so I work with both. Um, the one in the planner just allows me to put a bit more detail in to what those, I suppose, as you're calling them, big rocks are, so that nothing comes by surprise. I can just look, and it's it's just clear what I've got locked in. It just means I don't double book myself, which is what I was doing all the time <laughs> before I got into this system. Yeah, it is really easy to do. I have actually found that when I'm traveling, like sometimes I forget or like don't realize how close it actually is without those monthly uh, calendar pages. Then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm traveling this week? I didn't, you know, you get to your weekly preview and are like, I'm traveling. I didn't know. The the way when I do find it, it sort of can get a bit complex is when in the week that the month is changing because, you know, you look at your, you know, say your month for December and it's all looking fine um, and you forget that you've got something on the 1st or 2nd of January or, or something like that. And so that's when the, um, what do you call those ones where they go through all the months? Oh, the rolling um, quarters. Yeah, that's where I find them really handy. So I always make sure I have a quick look at that just to see you know, it gives me a bigger picture as well. So that when I do turn that page, I'm not in for a fright. Yeah, Yeah, I find those really helpful as well. You can see so much on just a couple of pages. Yeah. Penny, did you have a question for us that you wanted to ask today? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm a creative, so I'm a writer. And I just struggle to figure out the difference between – goals and projects and trying to clarify between the two of those because some of my writing goals are are, are a project, like a, a manuscript that I need to get completed or, or something like that. But I just, there's something not quite right about the gold project thing. I was wondering if you could clarify that for me. Yeah. Uh, so this is a really common question. The thing with projects is, you know, I've heard, I've heard Michael say it this way, that every goal is a project, but not every project is a goal. Every goal Mm. is a project, Mm. but not every project is a goal. 
Here's the way, here's the way to look at it. Goals will always require extra, extra resources, extra time. They will inherently have to exist outside of the busyness of everyday life, outside of just the doing business as usual. Uh, goals will require extra. You know, it could be extra time, extra financial consideration, extra people, um, just extra resources in general. And goals should also, and this is part of why we have this framework, you know, goals are something that you have a certain level of autonomy over uh, so that you can make them exciting. You can make them really relevant to something that really engages your heart, something that's risky. Um, and yet we know that life goes on and there's aspects of running, you know, for you, especially as a writer, like there's a lot of self-management in that type of job. Uh, and so there's mm, stuff that's I'm like, hey, this, yeah, what you don't want to do is just sort of, uh, and we've talked about this in another episode, but if you end up making too many projects goals that really shouldn't be goals, you end up being bored and it affects your level of achievement. Um, and so there are, you know, for a project, this is something where it's like, you know what, this is, this is just got to get done, but it doesn't really rise to the level, won't require extra from me. Do, do you have yeah. anything, you know, Courtney, yeah. as, as, a, as a leader, a team in a work context, and also a family leader in your family, like, do you have any, anything else to, to say about projects or things that you, you're sort of deciding between related to that? Yeah. As part of the marketing team, we have a lot of projects. <laughs> I mean, a lot. We, you know, it's a it's a field that's very task oriented, and and there are a lot of people with different tasks and different projects that we're working on. But a lot of times, mm. what I like to do if I'm like, is this project does this need to rise? Does it need that extra effort and extra focus from our team? A lot of times, I will just kind of think back through a smarter framework. Like, if this was a goal, what would it be? And then if it doesn't apply, like if it can't be done in a smarter framework or if I'm like, it's not excited, it's not relevant, you know, I can use that framework to be like, no, this is just a project and we're going to get it done because it needs to get done, but it's not going to rise to that importance of a goal. Yeah. Yeah. One last thing I'll add to this is when it comes to habit goals. Uh, I think of those as lifestyle upgrades or cultural upgrades if you're talking about an organization. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a writing goal, uh, you know, or maybe you realize, you know what, this year I really want to, I think I can do more in terms of my output if I was, you know, more focused or changed my work environment or whatever it is, um, yeah. you may decide, uh, hey, this is, I want to put this much output or write this many words per day or whatever it may be. For a time, that may need to be a goal, but then it can sort of just exist as a project because you sort of find that rhythm. Now, it's still important because when are you not going to need to, you know, <laughs> you know, out right. for your work? Yeah, when you're not going to need to write, yeah. right? When are yeah. you not going to need to work? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. So it, this, is, this is my problem. Yeah. yeah. I so need to keep writing. Exactly. Yeah. So it stays in motion, but you would, it would rise to the level of a goal when you, when you go, you know what, there needs to be a sea change in how this is really going. And does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So you could like um, have a, like a temporary, you make, make something a temporary goal just to do, like you said, an upgrade in the, the habits or the systems that are in place. Um, and then once that becomes sort of normal, then you can drop that as a goal and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. In, in some of those things. Yep, yeah. That's exactly right, Penny. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Yeah, no. Thanks for chatting. It's been really helpful. I've been taking notes while we're chatting. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. And I think um, we'll have to talk to someone about the budget with this, but I feels like we should do a live episode in Australia. If we have of two course. listeners or more. Seems or like more. Should, yeah, we should maybe do <laughs> something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're already uh, scheduled for our um, Ireland, I think. Yeah, next yeah, year. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think people all around the world are just really connecting with the system, and it's really just helping them to to make things happen in their life and to get rid of that overwhelm. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense that people all around the world are using it. Well, thank you so much, Penny. We really enjoyed talking with you. Have a good one. Yep. Okay. Bye, Penny. See you. Bye. Bye. I really enjoyed that call with Penny and I feel like she really hit on the end about people feeling like they're getting transformation from this and using the systems and frameworks. It's kind of, I think I've said this before, but just very humbling. It is that people like this, like actually brings real life change to real people. And that's something not to take lightly. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think she brought up an important question about the whole project or goal mm-hmm. thing. And if that's something you wrestle with, uh, you know, definitely if you have follow up questions, jump into our Facebook community. Uh, that's a great place to ask those. But yeah, that's I I need to check myself oftentimes that I'm not just you know copying out on my goals and just actually is that really a project? Does this really rise to the level of a goal? So right. hopefully that encouraged many of you listening today. So, Blake, any final thoughts for today? When we talk about a monthly calendar, sometimes it feels like, okay, how transformational can this actually be? It's a calendar. But I think what this is really about is getting to know yourself, getting to know the real you and your true capacity. I think so often we can overestimate ourselves and what we'll have time for, and then we feel overwhelmed and busy and relationships or things that really matter to us fall away. And the practice of using the monthly calendar and making sure that you're not over committing yourself is really powerful for one month. But when you make that just part of your lifestyle, I think over the course of time, be encouraged because I think you'll see, oh, I kind of know myself. I've always been impressed with Michael when he talks about this because it's like, oh, you just really know yourself. You know your own limits. So it's easier for you to set boundaries and then you get to reap the rewards from that. So um, enjoy the monthly calendar. <laughs> it's it's a bigger deal than it may seem. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again for listening to Focus on This. It's the most productive podcast on the internet. So tell your friends, folks. Tell your friends if if they need if they're underestimating their own monthly calendar, putting things up for future them. Share it with the hashtag Focus on This podcast. Yeah, and next week we are going to be talking about. Money? Is that what we're talking about? Yep. I think uh, 50 cent. 50? Or, oh, rolling quarters. Mm, you see what we did there, verbs? Ver- <laughs> if you can't hear verbs, is rolling on the floor laughing. I'm rolling quarters on the floor, actually. Oh! oh. Well, until then. Stay, stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass.